Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me the utmost pleasure to welcome you to the very first episode, the inaugural episode of the Vocaloid uh, podcast, and it gives me the utmost pleasure to welcome you to the very first guest and today's co-host and guest, and that would be Chief. Hello, Chief. It's not working. Hello. Hello, Chief. Chief Chief is here. Hello. Hello. I was being too loud for my mic. Ah, well, I mean, if, if I'm not having technical difficulties, then you're having technical difficulties. It's, it's, it's going to be one of us. I, I yelled fuck. Ah, well, you go ahead. This this is your moment. Go ahead right now. Three, two, one. Fuck! There we go. Just to, just to get it out of the way. This this was, this was has all been recorded once. We had... Well, I mean, Chief didn't have any problem. I had minor technical difficulties and lost the entire 40 minutes that we had already recorded of the podcast. So we're going again. And we're seeing how it goes. And we had a very prolonged conversation before we decided to start recording this podcast about how we like to swear and swearing happens a lot. And the, the, this podcast is not going to be family friend, family friendly. And yeah, uh-huh. we'll go from there. Chief, how's it, how's it going? I've already asked you this many times in the last hour, but how's it going, Chief? I was gone. I worked. I didn't. I, I ate pizza. I took a shot. Doing doing those tequila shots, tequila shots. Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty much been my day. And you know, that is fair. Are you, are you, that's, that's it. you starting to feel merry, or are you just on like a nice, nice like enjoying the tequila? Yeah, and I, we're we're feeling nothing right now. We're feeling nothing. <laughs> that to me, to me, that sounds like you should take another shot. I mean, I probably will. I gotta find where I put the salt though. Ah, pussy. Do it anyway. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> you're you're much like myself. Peer pressure cannot affect the people who instigate peer pressure. <laughs> I I am one of those, but you can't peer pressure the peer pressurer. Like, ow, fuck, exactly. <laughs> I pinched my hand in the tequila bottle. <laughs> you you did what? I pinched my hand in the tequila bottle. How? It's a cork. Ah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it's a screw top. I, I I buy fancy tequila. So Shy went to the store and bought you fancy tequila. No, I went to the store and bought fancy tequila. Oh, so I bought my vape juice. Ah, uh, that is fair. I, I'm I'm so used to in the last year to so of just Shy appearing out of from the absolute abyss. It's like, Chief, got you alcohol. <laughs> to me, I, it's just a pure form of love, and I I appreciate it. <laughs> I have I have all all the love for Shy, and for anybody, Shy is Chief's lovely, lovely partner, who's possibly one of the kindest people on this earth. I mean, from my perspective, um, from my perspective, <laughs> she's a real sweetie. Um, I'm sure she has a dark side, like we all do. But from every experience I've ever had with Shy, she is an absolute sweetheart. Yeah, no, I mean, she works customer service, though, so she spends a lot of time muted on the call, screaming vanities that no one else can hear. <laughs> You're just at a meeting with like your bosses or your partners, and all, you, all they can hear in the background is just shy, saying all kinds of profanities and curse words. Oh, exactly. No, it's one of those, well, so when I'm in a meeting, I close my door, right? Because I'm... Because it's my stream room. It's where I also do my daily work and everything. 
is one of those when my sister moved out of our apartment. I was like, okay, I'm going to take that room. I'm going to make it an office space. Because at the time, she wasn't even going to be working remote. Yeah. So when she got told she was needing to go remote, I tore apart our kitchen and made her a desk space in the living room using our kitchen table. I mean, kitchen tables were overrated anyway. Well, exactly. I mean, we we just eat in my office anyway. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, in, all, in the, all the time I've known you, I think I can't name a single time you've ever turned around to that. I'm, I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to go eat. It's always just shy appearing or you making shy appear. And she's like, we're, we're going to eat here. Carry on what you're doing, guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, it's because the TV, the TV is in the office. That is, that is that is fair. A, a, t- a TV. I I don't know. I think in the last like five to ten years or so, like the social and cultural emergence and increase of PC based gaming over uh, over console based gaming. I think having a TV is no longer having it as the focal point of a house or an apartment. Yeah. Whereas, like you go back like ten years ago, if anything was happening, it's always a case of. Right, everyone get around the TV. Let's let's watch like the boxing. Let's watch whatever sports going on. Let's watch like whatever reality TV shows on. And everything was very focused around that central pivotal point in one room of the house. Now, like five different rooms in a house can have a PC, and everyone's doing the same thing in separate rooms and sharing Discord. Oh yeah, exactly. It's so it's always a weird thing. Like the this, I think lockdowns really something that whilst lockdowns across the world and COVID across the world is such a insanely negative thing and it's been such a diabolical thing in our world in many ways it has really changed perspectives in the world and changed how people do things and i think one of the things that has profusely benefited it from such a thing is the online space and the the growth of the oh, internet yeah. and like i like myself I, I wouldn't have started streaming or started content creation without the lockdown and without that, i'd have never met yourself and like all the other friend uh, people that we're friends with in the in the content and social space and exactly i, I think it's really is it's lockdowns and like code is that one of the reasons you started streaming or have you always wanted to like get into like the social space and this was just more of an outlet so i started streaming technically in 2020 before before the rona but it was one of those it was i was using it as an escape from a um a shitty relationship (laughs) i mean it happens so it it was a way for me to connect with more people that's bad i think think stream even when you're a smaller streamer even when you're first starting out streaming as soon as you get over that initial grindstone of streaming to no people and streaming to no one like as soon as you get that first viewer those first two or three viewers you you create your own community and this little social bubble that's an incredible escape from so many situations oh yeah exactly i mean i i like i did it even before even before we met i started i started streaming in october of 2020 i think i think october 2020 sounds about right and like for my first like month maybe two i was streaming to absolutely no one apart from one or two of my like, my close friends in real life who knew that i streamed because still even to this day a lot of people don't know i stream on content and it's not even a case of i hide it it's just it's it's a weird thing to just bring up randomly in conversation right no it's been um 
Dude, I just completely blanked the fuck out. They're so good, bro. It happens. Like, <laughs> it, it does happen. Dude, I do it all the time. I'm really bad for doing it. Like, in work, I'll be working away. Someone will come up and ask me for something. And I seem so rude because it seems like I'm completely ignoring them. I'm just like, who are you? What the fuck are you on about? Like, what do you want from me? Go away. I don't want to talk. So it's weird. So I work in an office with a bunch of people and they're all super friendly and everything. But when I started in the job that I'm in now, everyone was already remote. So I've not met a lot of these people. So when I'm in the office, I could have just any number of people who happen to be in the office that day traipsing into my cubicle to ask me questions about myself. And I was absorbed in something else. So I have to completely <laughs> disconnect from what I was doing and then stare at them and realize, oh, wait, I'm supposed to do normal, basic human interaction things. How, we, how, how the uh, fuck do I do that again? I've, I've gone like, it's another amazing thing about like in the Twitch sphere and meeting people like and talking to people on Discord. There's no, I, I, you can't really be shy because there's no stickers that I like in a lot like obviously like we know what each other look like especially coming from streaming backgrounds because like we've always had our face cameras on but there's so many people who hide their identity in many fashions that it's so easy you can just talk to anyone about anything without any shame because people don't know who you are really like to a degree especially in the early days of meeting people like they don't know who you are what you do they just know this this social avatar and i it's like you can just you can just say anything like i've heard so many amazing so many amazingly bad things on like across discord and across twitch and these people are completely anonymous it is it's weird it's a very weird thing oh yeah no it's the anonymity of the internet i don't think that's going anywhere no it, like people can always find out who you are on the internet which is marginally scary but you should never let that impede your social media activities and your content and like internet-based activities because ah, there's just no point just just have fun with as long as you're not hurting anyone and they're not hurting you you're doing the internet right yeah no but there's been some wild shit going on i've been seeing that what kind of wild Especially shit? just like recently um someone on twitter someone got i don't want to say they got doxxed but someone ordered a pizza and had it sent to a streamer while they were streaming to uh, let them know that they knew where they lived and i was like oh that's that is, is super weird I, I fucked i've seen a few things like it's like when like streamers get raided and swatted that thing that shit oh, yeah. te that terrifies me oh yeah like, i i've never been super super private like like everyone knows i'm english and like, everyone knows in the uk and like yeah quite a few people like know like what part of england i live in mm -hmm. but i've also i've always been quite open about like i've always told people where i used to live like it's one thing I, yeah like cause i grew up in a town in england called preston lovely little town again citizen uh, city ship like 20 years ago but i don't live there now that's the important part and none of my family live there now either and uh, so like i've never had an issue talking about but like when i see like streamers like i see so many clips on like reddit and tiktok and like old youtube back when vine was the thing as well of streamers getting swatted that shit terrifies me oh yeah well and like so i don't live in a great area so the, any type of shit that they would say that would spark that type of reaction with the area that i live in instantly more believable yeah 
but like imagine could, like because i think my initial reaction would be just outrageous amounts of confusion like if a, oh, yeah. if, if a pizza turns up to my door but just knowing that someone has found my address in one fashion or another and just like of all things to send a pizza as well like oh yeah but then like i'd be like i think to begin with i'd be like all right cool look at pizza's kind of weird this is something to definitely deal with off stream but then you, you could be led there late at night just laying in bed and all of a sudden it's like shit that stranger knows exactly where i live and how to get here yep now the internet's fucking it's it's fucking out there man it is but then in this in the same space like especially talking about things like that which i presume like this information is gained through hacking or like doxing in another manner but i think one cornerstone a cornerstone of this like hacking which is like it depending on your perspective on the internet is like things like anonymous anonymous amaze and terrify me on a such on every single day like every single day of the week like I don't, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you follow much of what they do on like social media and stuff like that. Cause they're very vocal about what they do. They never, obviously, they'll never say how they do it, but they're very vocal of about everything that they do. And like you, you almost don't want to believe them. But then, like you'll check the local news and like this stuff actually happened. I'm like, bro, how how are they doing this? And I, I think, no, no, so, oh, you go ahead. Like one thing that's really like, we'll speak. I'll, I'll speak more on the Russia-Ukraine war a little bit later on. But I, I, it was very recently in the news that Anonymous managed to gain access to, like, all major Russian broadcasting software and screen profanity about uh, P- President Vladimir Putin. And I was like, how how could they possibly do this? Because I've always had this. Pre- you always have this like preconception when it comes to hacking of it being one or two things one of like some like matrix like someone lean someone leaning back and she's like i've hacked the mainframe tapping their keyboards as loud as they humanly can just strings of ones and zeros flying yeah. across the screen or some highly overweight sweaty individual in a basement with just just a corner of his own human shit who's managed to do this with his mom sending some cheetos yeah, you see, that also checks out. Yeah, so, like, it, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, there's, like, it's such a large community, this anonymous community. Like, I hope that one day they find out this is just one person doing this. Because um, imagine, imagine this one individual person having such a profound effect, be it negative or positive, on the world. Like, it fucks, oh, it well, it's mean, weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you get the other stories, like, there was one that I was seeing where some guy messaged the Danish government to let them know that one of their, um, fuck, was it on a, sh- I don't know, either on a ship or something, but something, their router or something wasn't secured. So he just sent them a letter and they were like, okay, can we have your address? We're going to send you a t-shirt. Wait, that's amazing. But isn't- So they, they sent him a shirt and he's like, I hacked the, uh, the Danish government and all I got was this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's spectacular but it, like you find you find stories quite often of like especially like a few years ago like people were able to like hack into facebook and twitter and google at yeah. the time and they were offered jobs oh like, yeah they would just turn like right well cool we've clearly got a fatal flaw in our system you managed to find it and exploit it which means you can clearly make a better one we will hire you for an obscene amount of money make this shit better 
and there's so many stories like there's a lot quite a large community on reddit of people who talk about experiences like this because there's like hundreds and if not thousands of people who've got jobs in that fashion which is so fucking weird i mean the u.s government still does that yeah like bro i need to hack and get a job in the u.s government get myself some citizenship and fly <laughs> over <laughs> i i feel like there's actually no that might be an easier way to do it is learn it... to code <laughs> learn to code and hack the u.s government also if the fbi are listening i'm not going to hack the government i promise i have no intention to i'm wildly illiterate at all forms of coding just just to put I that out can't there read. <laughs> i can't read no good <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, it's something that like it's probably easier than like i because especially like with the nature of like our friendship and our relationships over the last few years and like the uh, the building of infinite void i've entertained the ideas of potential like of moving to america or at least visiting america in, in for like an extended period of time but the visa process dude oh i know it's awful like, it's absolutely awful like i'm like i live in england but i have irish citizenship and i use an irish passport just because it's struck like ever since the uh england and the uk left the european union the british passport store right. it's, it's dog shit so i got my irish passport but even then with the strength of the irish passport like it is so hard like i can visit anytime i like absolutely i can just visit for like 30 days due to like nato yep. agreements stuff like that and there's no issues but if i want to stay like a day longer than that bro, i've got to go through like six months of visa processes and pay hundreds of pounds no, I know it's fucking it's 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 tight. I know it's and like to be quite honest, my best option is either marrying you or Rogue. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Shire Perfect might have a uh, might have qualms with that. I can bring a lot to the relationship. I need I need like I don't need any of the sexual participation. I just need like oh, maybe, okay. maybe a uh, maybe a little bit. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like a kiss on a kiss and a hug on my birthday, and maybe a bit of a cuddle every now and again. I think it'll be okay. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't even have to share the room. I, I, I'm I'm comfortable with a spare room. Right. And see, this is this is much more negotiable now. Exactly. <laughs> you just think about it this way: like I just move in. I, I get a little bit of a cuddle on my birthday and then like a third of your rent and your bills are covered. Yeah. Like, this makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Like well, your internet bill might go slightly further up and the house might be a bit louder, but I'm sure Shy will be okay with it. So I'm glad Dude, we I'm I... glad we talked about this. I'm moving to America. Just just yeah, we'll tell Shy later. Okay. My internet though, it's a flat rate. Oh great, then I have unlimited data. They they try to throttle me, but I I just power through that shit. Oh, that's great. Then we'll just we'll we'll teach Shy how to stream. We'll get three streamers all on the go. We'll get it'll be fine. I actually have logos and everything made up for Shy for when I was redoing up all of mine. Is that ever something she's entertained? Like the idea of streaming? Because I know uh, she's super shy. She'd be too like shy, maybe shy shy maybe jump. Shy is very shy. She's also very anxious. I mean, shy, like I understand that, and we'll go back to it. But shy, shy would be an incredible Twitch name. <laughs> just, just putting out that is an incredible username, shy, shy. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. It does. It does. But I, t I totally get that. Someone, as someone who has streamed, like I have like thousands of hours streamed. Like I'm, I'm on a little bit of a hiatus at the moment whilst I focus on my life and my mental health. 
but like the the anxiety of streaming even like when you're doing it is is wild like people don't it, like when you start absolutely it is as simple as just pressing live and chatting to people for a couple hours while you play a game then move on but as your as your audience grows there's almost this sort of expectation you've got to almost be this person like even though you are this person even on your bad day you've got to be this but like in the better obviously right. better version of yourself and that bro that is something that that sends me wild it, it sends me west and it, no, I, like yeah. when I, I took my first hiatus last year when i was finishing my degree i was only planning on taking like three weeks off i ended up taking three months because i just could not get back into the headspace it's super weird no it's 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 definitely something it takes time to figure out well what am what do I want to do? Is that's what I still want to do? How am I gonna? How am I going to convey what I'm doing? Yeah, and properly. I, and I, I think like whilst it's something that is spoken about a little bit here, though, I mean, with with much bigger streamers, I, I feel like it's still like almost a invisible facet of streaming on streaming on Twitch and streaming on YouTube or social or Facebook gaming or whatever else you want to stream on. It's this this like this stigmatism with mental health and whilst we're, we are by far by far like the most like woke generation in understanding mental health and appreciating and, and trying to help with mental health they, there's almost like this invisible wall i i feel like there's almost like this invisible wall where mental health is is almost like seen but not heard on twitch in mm-hmm. a lot of circumstances like there's not many facilities to help those who like get these mental these mental health issues with streaming and like how it how it like affects them? It's it's a weird thing, and right. But you speak to any streamer who streamed for like longer than like six months or a year, and they will have felt that at some point. Mm-hmm. Like I I love streaming. I love the people I stream to. I love the community I built. But it's so, it's so hard to press live sometimes. No, exactly. It's one of those. I mean, that's kind of why I took when I took my little break. That was the the same type of thing. It was one of those needed time to recenter, refigure out what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, and absolutely. And like whilst I've been doing that, I've got my I've thrown myself into YouTube content, which I I'm really thoroughly enjoying because it's 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 this same level of content creation without some of the stress. Like it's still stress there, right. but and that's some that's something I found really enjoyable. Like, I I am gonna get back on Twitch and like. I'll be doing some streaming because like, I know we're going to be st- working on some more charity pro- projects with Infinite Void coming up soon, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to throw myself back into it. We're getting back into it. It's so hard, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's one of those. It's So for me, it's not, it doesn't feel as hard like when I step away and come back because nine times out of ten, I'm still, even if I'm not streaming, I'm still on the platform yeah whereas i take this full step back i don't really i i pop in to say hello to a few stream streamer friends but that's about it really i take a full step back to like escape from the streaming realm oh exactly like when i when i took my break i think i did three days just not on the platform at all and for the rest of that time i was still just working doing everything else and then i was hanging out in streams I'm much lurkier now than I used to be, though, I've found. Yeah, I, I, I am the same. Like, even, like, with your streams, like, your streams, like, I try to get in touch when I can, but 
your streams are like past like with our time differences usually past oh, my bedtime yeah. i i wake up at five in the morning for work i, I can't be staying up till three in the morning to watch straight as much as much as i love you bro oh, i can't yeah. be st- i can't be up at three in the morning watching your streams <laughs> but but even then like with the time differences i go to work in the morning like i do like my initial things in work in the morning then i have like five minutes to chill like where i might like go to the toilet or like have like a quick like bowl of cereal or something for breakfast and i just clock mm-hmm. into your stream for five minutes i'm like bro you should be asleep. you should be asleep because <laughs> even even though this is like super early for me this is still like 2 a.m for you i'm just like chief you need sleep yeah yeah and then so like i'll i'll when i finally end i conk out sleep for four hours and i wake up and do it all again see i do that four hours sleep without the streaming part <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll go to sleep at like one a.m. Wake up again at four, then go work a thirteen-hour shift. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just weird. I mean, we all are. That. I, I feel like you've got to be a certain degree of weird to have streamed on Twitch. And like, so my schedule has always been like this, for the most part. Because, like, even in high school, like, so there was a hundred people in our high school, like tops, like that was it, and that was with middle school. So in order for things to happen, a lot of students were doing lots of extracurricular activities and everything. So we're talking, I would wake up 6 a.m., do my morning chores, walk to school, do the school thing for eight hours, do whatever extracurricular practice I was doing. And then I would go to work and then I would walk home, do my evening chores and then do homework. And then if I wanted any type of free time, after that, we're talking, I'm up till 1, 2 in the morning already anyways. Yeah. So I've literally been doing this since I was like 14. <laughs> That's what, I mean, in my situation, I've been, like I had quite a dramatic shift of my sleeping schedule about a year ago because I, I used to work in a nightclub for four years in which I, I, switch, like, I switched my de- my, my schedule. Because I was you doing university at the time and like I was a fucking gremlin, bro. <laughs> I was an absolute <laughs> gremlin. I would work like a like a nine-hour night shift until like four or five in the morning. I would go get a McDonald's breakfast on my way home because it was on my way home and I needed food. Yep. And then I'd go like home, have like an hour and a half nap, wake up, go do like six hours of lectures go spend like two and a half hours three hours on like essay writing or like whatever assignment i had to do like presentations and shit and then i would go back to sleep for like an hour wake up have some food and go back to work and repeat so i'd like i would in a week i could get like 10 hours sleep total and somehow i was fine no i don't know what happened i i don't get me wrong i feel like shit in the mornings but back in college i could do that shit all the time but yeah this is the thing like whilst i was doing this whole thing i was drinking like all the time like it's just this is this it's this youthfulness of university and it it just has this oh like college in america it has this like youthful atmosphere you could be 40 years old in there you've got this youthful atmosphere and there's this like paradigm like schism within it and it's just this embedded drinking and party culture that you can just Mm -hmm. be a gremlin and do like when you think about it like psychologically it's kind of impressive because you can get so much done on so little sleep. Like you are really maximizing a day. Even if you're doing things that aren't productive, you're really maximizing a day. Cause you're staying awake for like 20 hours of the 24 in a day. You're getting so much done. Dude. I know. So finals, there was this one year I never really had a problem doing like all of that type of stuff, but I knew a guy, he was coming to his end of his business school stuff. So we're talking like, 
getting ready to graduate finals. And the dude stayed up for 48 hours straight between studying, taking tests, doing homework. And then we're talking the end of the 48 hours. He's like, we need to go out and do something. He's like, I need to go do something. I was like, dude, you need to fucking sleep. <laughs> but we went out and did something anyway. So like we went and smoked hookah at the hookah house that I worked at. Because that's what he wanted. He wanted to drink. He wanted to smoke. He wanted to hang out. It was fine. Well, like he got that nicotine head buzz. Oh, that that, was just... that slight head buzz that well, you're you're fine for a little bit if you stand if you're sat down, but you stand up, you're done. Well, it's 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 really weird, right? Because when you're smoking hookah, it'll hit slower. Yeah, but you... it'll come on so much stronger depending on what you're smoking. Yeah, because like, I know a large amount of hookah like quite often can have quite high nicotine content. Yes, especially no, when you're depending on. Especially when you compare it to like traditional cigarettes, like whilst themselves have a very high nicotine content, hookahs, like especially with the nature of how you smoke hookah with like the hookah pipes, like it's like similar to like smoking from bongs if you like smoke weed and marijuana, it's this concentrated amount very quickly. So, the the thing to keep in mind, right, a cigarette typically would be like 12 milligrams of nicotine. Don't smoke, kids. Shisha could be anywhere from that to higher depending on the blend of the tobacco that's put in it but the difference between that and smoking a cigarette when you're smoking a cigarette you're out 10 minutes tops you're smoking hookah you're smoking for hours at a time well this guy hadn't slept for 48 hours and then went and smoked with me who had been working at this hookah house so i was smoking like high blend shit yeah, you, you built all this was tolerance. Fucking gone. <laughs> Just going out after 90 hours of work. He got up, went to the bathroom, and was in there for 30 minutes. I go open the door. He's fucking slumped over the floor in a pool of his own vomit. I'm get the other guy that's with us. I'm like, take him home. I've got to clean this up. I'll cover the hookahs. Don't worry about it. Just go. <laughs> I suppose there's one way to say we've all been there, bro. Like not necessarily on hookah, like on alcohol or whatever substance yeah. takes your fancy. We've all been there. Uh, I still give him shit about that. <laughs> I mean, that's what good friends do. <laughs> you you find you find the low point of your friend's life and you make sure they do not forget it. Well, so like, but this is the same. These guys are the ones that I would go around and get in trouble with when I was in when I was in uni, right? So the the guy who passed out in the hookah bathroom is actually getting ready to move to Utah. Cool. So he came down from where he was at. And he's like, we're all going out. So me and the three other guys that we would run around with, we went out that night. And I think we hit three bars. But by the time we were at bar, like trying to figure out where we were going for bar number three, there was only two places open. One of them was a country club. And the other one was a bar that none of us had ever been to. But the the guy was like, we're not going to the country club. We're going to the other one. And had having never been there, I couldn't tell him that that was a good idea or a bad idea. What I did tell him, though, is people regularly got stabbed at this bar. So generally a bad idea unless you're a local. Yeah. Well, so it's me... Two really, really preppy white guys and Isran, who's uh, he's from Bangladesh. 
So they go inside. You can't hear anything in this bar. You, when you go into this bar, you're supposed to get patted down. They just let us in. Uh, nice to know that security's working its hardest. Um, you couldn't hear anything in the bar. So I actually had to step back outside so I could just think. I'm outside. I'm smoking. I'd been drinking for three hours already. Practice good bar safety. That's the important thing. That's the takeaway from the story. <laughs> Practice good. What what would what would you say constitutes good bar safety? Don't take drinks from strangers. That that's that should be a general life rule. Well, okay, you see, but three hours of drinking in oh, to yeah. me. Oh yeah, everyone's your best friend when anything, you're anything made sense. So I'm outside. Isran's outside smoking with me and he's just trying to talk with me and I haven't hung out with these guys in like months and um, he was trying to talk to me and these two chicks who are also outside smoking have now interjected themselves into the conversation because of how he started the conversation he said fuck man and they immediately turned around and they're just staring at us so now introductions have happened and they're telling me Oh, you've never been here? You need to get this drink. And I haven't ordered a drink yet. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. This checks out. It was the worst fucking decision of my life. As they usually told me the case. What, um, it was called a Strong Island. Right, well, Long Islands are prolifically known for being strong. For anyone who doesn't okay, drink right. out there, Long Islands are known as one of the stronger cocktails in, gem- in general mixology. Right. But whatever the fuck I got handed to me was not a Long Island iced tea. It was a Strong Island iced tea. Well, it was a Strong Island. I don't know what the fuck went into it, but it sure as fuck wasn't any Long Island like I've ever had. And I killed that thing. It tasted like ass, but I killed it. (laughs) Ten minutes later, the room is spinning. And then the chicks come back in from... And they've got more drinks. And they hand me the one, and I killed half of it. And then I went outside. And that is where my night ended. See, I, I, I've just Googled, like, because what, what generally goes into a Long Island is quite straightforward. The only reason it fucks you up is because there's a lot, there's, in contrast to most other cocktails, there's more alcohol content than oh, mixed yeah, content. It's... But I've I've googled a strong island. I I doubt it's probably. I, I very much doubt it's what you got. You probably got some unholy concoction that definitely had some form of drug in it. Yeah, but, that, like that's that's why I'm saying practice good bar safety. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like it's just a it's a general good rule that if you're in a bar, please, guys, if you're going to participate in alcohol, please don't take drinks from strangers. It yes. it doesn't matter if you're male, female, non-binary, or whatever, or whatever gender you decide to participate with and affiliate with, just just don't take drinks from strangers. Because you wake up with your hand bruised, standing over what you thought was your bed, but it was actually just the front door. Yeah, it's... and you scare the shit out of your partner because you can't move. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're zombified. Dude, my hand was bruised from the tips of my two fingers, so my middle finger and my ring finger, all the way down through to my wrist. Now, does anyone have any recollection of what happened that night, or...? Everyone else was fine. 
is, is there a story to how you got bruised or is this is this a story for not not for a podcast dude i don't know that, that is fair. i uh, i have gone drinking and woken up with several mystery mystery injuries i i think the one, one of the weirdest and possibly funniest ones for me is i, I went drinking for a friend's birthday it was not my first year of university like, i'd only been friends with him for about a month maybe two and we went out like we did a normal night and I got I picked I picked up a drink which I thought was mine. This drink, I later found out, had probably been spiked with with something like Rehypnol, fucking Zoloft, yeah. Xanax, fucking heroin. For all I know, Jesus, I was I was not okay. But I drank it. I was fine, and about fifteen minutes later, blackout. Yup. And I woke up the next day, and like I'd fractured my ankle. Like I had completely oh, fractured my ankle. I had to go to the hospital. Like, like uh, it wasn't a bad fracture. Like they just put it in a cast a couple weeks later. I was fine. It was yeah. more. It was more like a bad sprain. It was just a chip off the bone. But me thinking, oh god, like what have I done? Have I like got in a fight? Have I done something egregious? Have I hurt someone? Like, no. I decided to play catch with myself by playing frisbee with myself with a top hat. Oh, good. And in that process, I jumped off a ledge that was like. 12 feet up and landed oh sideways my on my ankle <laughs> this this checks out dad probably do it and at that point i was like ah well you know these these things these are the stories i'll tell my kids or you know on a podcast with people or on a podcast that was that was that must have been my my drunk thoughts like yeah this will go on a podcast bro watch this happen yeah that that's just a hold my beer moment yeah hold, hold my beer watch that le- i'm gonna make that ledge my bitch it's, it, <laughs> it, it is not the first time that in, in an inebriated state my head's default has gone to i could do parkour i could jump off this ledge and be fine yeah I, I, like parkour is easy right they just jump around and shit and there has been multiple occasions where I've hurt myself, someone else, or or a car, just by flailing myself across places. <laughs> and over over time, I found a correlation to all of these instances, and it was always when I drank drank black sambuca, like normal sambuca. Yeah, normal sense. sambuca did not do it. But for anybody who did, does not drink sambuca or alcohol just generally, it's like a it's a it's like a licorice based liquor. It tastes a lot like, like yeah, it tastes like aniseed. Ye- Jaeger is more like herby. Yeah, not not the car. More like herbs. I don't. I don't know why. I, I, suppose, I don't know why I said about, like the car. I feel like a large number of people who were potentialists do not know who Herbie the car is. <laughs> like Her- Herbie fully loaded, like two thousand and three. Lindsay Lohan living her best life. Yeah. Probably. But she fell off the wagon. <laughs> Like speaking of drunks, <laughs> speaking of drunk stories, she fell off the wagon, bro. Oof. <laughs> that, that's all. That's all we'll say about Lindsay Lohan. I don't know why that's yeah. my thought process. Yeah, that was the that was a that was a jump, man. <laughs> it, it was a jump, but it wasn't that far of a reach. Not really? No, it's it's well within bounds. Yes, a celebrity celebrities going wild. Is <laughs> yeah, it's just this, yeah. this 
it's just the Disney effect, really, isn't it? Here goes my hopes. Yeah, Here goes my hopes for ever having a Disney partnership. But this is just the Disney effect. They take young actors and actresses and individuals, make them super famous, super rich, give them mental uh, mental issues, and enough money for for some form of habit or addiction, and let them loose on the world. Checks out. Yep. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's ever any like examples of Twitch doing the same. Like, do you reckon, like Twitch. I feel like Twitch hasn't grown to the Disney the Disney point yet to do something like that. But do you reckon there's ever no. going to be like a point of like, say like twenty years down the line where like Twitch is like or like YouTube gaming or like Facebook gaming cultivate streamers. Like, obviously, like most streamers, like nowadays, like especially like the big streamers, like you take like your XQCs, your train wrecks, your Pokemon, or like your big groups and teams, like in esports. These are all individuals who've gained notoriety of their own right through their own, like their own skills or talents or their own personalities. Do you ever reckon there's going to be a point, like take like five years, ten years down the line, where Twitch is cultivating people to be streamers? How like. 20 years ago nickelodeon disney like cart uh, not so much cartoon network more like nickelodeon disney and that kind those kind of franchises are cultivating uh, like child actors do you reckon we'll ever reach that point that sounds like some type of uh like some that that's some future dystopian with a with an organization that we're not gonna <laughs> but I, I, we are so, we're so close to branching into so so such a dystopian future like Who'd who'd have thought like you you picture yourself like twenty nineteen like twenty nineteen was a mediocre year but it was a it was an okay year you could make through it you make through twenty nineteen who did you at any point who who'd have thought you're a year away from the biggest global pandemic that modern civilization has seen like since like you got like Spanish flu and influenza and stuff like that. And like many people who compare it's like the Black Plague in like the Dark Ages, it, it's not. Oh, yeah. It's not necessarily to that magnitude, but it's still been such an egregious thing on modern civilization. Did you ever think like it's going to be a point where it's like, do you know what? Yeah, ah, I'm. There's going to be a global pandemic. I'm. A, I'm going to be a streamer, and in two and a half <laughs> years' time, I'm going to be. I'm going to be sat here at like seven o'clock in the evening speaking to a weird British man who's just randomly decided to start speaking about twitch becoming a global cult organization <laughs> no it's not directly how i predicted things going in like 2019 no close uh, to be fair in 2019 i was probably plastered most of the time so i wasn't really worried too much about thinking that far ahead i was more like what the fuck am i gonna do in the morning Although I'm, but I'm... to be fair i'm also that way now I'm I'm gonna take this this as a beautiful segue into something that I, I wanna talk about and I feel like you probably know what I'm gonna talk about and something that you probably won't talk too much about, but at least mention. Speaking of things being cults, Chief. Fuck. <laughs> you knew I'd get to it eventually. Well yeah. Chief, you were in a cult, right? Oh I mean technically. Please, please, if for, you could, so, for people so... listening, please I'm I'm gonna sit back. You've got you've got a whole like I'm gonna give you like a whole two minutes. Right, I'm I'm literally not gonna say a thing. I'm not gonna react to anything. Please elaborate. Please elaborate into your cult chief. I'm I'm even gonna I'm like gonna push push my microphone away. Please elaborate into your cult chief. Go ahead. You have the floor. Right. Um, 
definition of a cult is a tightly knit group of people, typically with a religious extent. Or like that's the focal point. Tightly knit group of people. I was part of one of those. There wasn't really a religious focal point on it. I mean, I was in charge of a fraternity for like a year and a half. So that's like, that's as close to being a cult as you can get without being a cult. You know, that's, yeah, that's a lot. It's, I've got a bunch of 20-year-old guys calling me dad now. If you had talked to me in 2015 when I graduated high school, I did not see that being my college experience. You've, you've gone, but also then you compare that to the last two years. You've gone from having a group of 20-year-olds in a fraternity calling you dad to a eclectic mix of individuals from across the world calling you daddy on Twitch. Yeah, except for there's only like three people who actually call me daddy. I'm pretty sure I've called it you on multiple occasions. Just quite. Yeah, quite that, yeah, you're you're one of the three. <laughs> I, I I think I'm probably I might have been one of the first to because like when like when we like first met like in like the Twitch sphere, like like you were still I was still quite a small streamer like and we met through an absolutely incredible like possibly one of the greatest human beings in this world an individual called Beta. And I'm, if correct me if I'm wrong, I'm that's how we met, wasn't it? I had met you earlier that day. Yeah, close. Because uh, Valky raided into you. That would also make sense. Valky raided into you, and then you were on Beta's. You guys were doing the podcast that evening. Yeah, the 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 first iteration of it is now dubbed vocal vocal void. But right. it, it, that was the first iteration of the podcast. That was that was an incredible experience. I I loved that. Like the conversations we I had with Beta. I remember when me and Beta broached this idea the first time. This like it was almost a, over a year ago, I think actually. And yep. I think like when we spoke about like we were like yeah we'll just have a bit of a conversation on stream. We'll see how it goes. It ended up being seven and a half like no like six and a half hours. Yeah, of no, just that talking. Makes sense. And like people sat, sat, people sat in that stream the entire way through to and, and interacting the entire way through. It was insane. Yeah, no, it's, it was wild. But did you did you think during that period, like when you first like met me through the like Valkyrie's raid and then met uh, met me and saw how I interacted with Beta, did you ever think it would like cultivate into like the friend like exactly? I clash was one of like possibly one of my best friends in the world right now. Like we we interacted yeah, like in so many occasions. Like we've done so many things together. Did you ever think like a budding friendship would grow out of something like that? Bro, so the one thing that everyone knows, I don't think about things. I think about a lot of things. I don't think about interpersonal relationship things. I just go with the flow on however the fuck anything's going to go. This, I think this is probably also one of the reasons we get along. We get along. We, we started cultivating our friendship also because we're innately very similar people. We are yeah. we are two sides of the same coin on different ends of the world. Yep. But I, I like it is so like we have so many parallels in our lives. Like our, ex we'll get more into it in a second. But our experiences with the <laughs> our, our experiences with the deceased. Yeah. Uh, we have quite similar outgoing personalities. We're we're both very right. outgoing yeah. people. I like I have no shame. I can talk to anybody and talk to them about anything, and it will not affect me. Yep, and we we've 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 also we shared 
some very similar life experiences without being there. Yeah. No. I... <laughs> yeah. The running joke is you and I were just the same person. Yeah, and th this was a very common like cause we do, I wouldn't say we look the same, but we also share we shared like a relatively similar body stature as well. Yep. And we for a good period of time, like bef before like the uh, well, not before the inception of Infinite Void, before my introduction to Infinite Void, like we shared so many parallels, and I I remember like not long after this period because you were so active in the chat when i was doing this podcast of beta i was like it's like oh, i've got to check this guy out oh, it seems cool beta vouched you i was like yeah it's down let's go and then over time we just we found out we were more and more and more similar yeah it was it was a little uncanny and that, that budded into quite a lovely friendship oh yeah <laughs> and here we are but here we are now yeah i'm, I'm gonna f firstly i'm gonna broach the fact that cause i glossed over it very quickly when i say that chief and i have both <laughs> had experience experiences with the deceased this sounds very very strange and i'm gonna preface it on my end i have vast amounts of experience with the deceased because i am a qualified archaeologist i have a master's degree in archaeology and my specialist subject in archaeology is the deceased granted the deceased from thousands of years ago but i also have a, an understanding of modern day deceased because you can't learn the old without knowing the new and checks out chief would you like to explain your background with the um. dearly departed so when I started uni, I was a forensic chemistry major, realized chemistry was hard, transferred out of that into CJ forensic investigations, which was essentially um, US CSI school is essentially what it did. So I went through all of the basic forensic training that you would get if you're going to become a forensic and like, I don't want to say investigator, but you know what I mean? If you're going to do crime scene stuff in the US, yeah. I took that a step farther and I need to do an internship. And I did an internship with the coroner's office in the town that I live in. So I would go to unattended death scenes. I assisted in autopsies, all of that fun stuff. Yeah. So we're not just secret murderers. We we're both not just going out and finding dead bodies. Yeah. Or making find. Well, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought this is something that I definitely should preface before before I move forward, because it is just a it's a very strange thing. Oh, I've just seen your message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we both have we have educational and professional experience with the dealer departed and deceased in purely a scientific yep. manner. And yes. for, for anyone listening who may be or may not be a member of law enforcement, we promise it is just a professional manner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. But as that the way I said that just made it sound like it wasn't. That yes, was not definitely. Uh, yes, I've never. We've not committed crimes, atrocious crimes. Exactly. But no fun fact: I was committing crimes when I was working at the coroner's office, but it was traffic infractions, so it's fine. Oh yeah, you. I'm really glad you added the traffic infractions. I'm really glad you decided to. So I was committing crimes with the dead bodies. I promise. Oh God, no! Don't, 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 don't even bring that into existence. <laughs> you made it sound like that, chief. 
No, I, I specified traffic infractions. There was that half second pause that I, that, que- that casted a shadow of doubt. Right. I mean, I don't think before I speak. I just speak. I mean, it it works. Yeah, you're still sexy though, so it's okay too. <laughs> Thanks, boo. It's I guess you, but yeah, no, we we have a professional relationship with the deceased, and that that is where I'm going to put a tie in a nice little bow and leave it there. We promise we've not done any crimes, <laughs> and I'm going to use use it somehow as a segment. I I don't know how, but somehow as a segment into talking about Infinite Void, and. Before, before, checks only, out good segue the only way i'm using this as segue is because i used the words infinite void about three minutes ago <laughs> that, oh yeah 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 I, I did do that you can fact roll it back you can hear me say it but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna move on from the, the deceased and just stop saying the word deceased to be honest and talk about inf- it again and talk about infinite void and and I think the easiest way that I'm going to do this is that I'm going to give my, what I, my explanation of what I think Infinite Void is, and then I'm going to let you do the same thing. And my opinion is that Infinite Void is a collective of streamers and content creators and people affiliated with us who all share an absolute love for gaming and content creation and decided to come together as a collective to see if we can enhance our creative capabilities as a group and provide each other with resources that will help further each other in aiding content creation, whilst also sending love to such a widespread community and helping charities when we can. Does that sound about right? I mean, that basically took the words out of my mouth, just in a much more... I don't want to say verbose, because that sounds negative, a much more... Eloquent? Eloquent way of saying it. Like it's it see it's not actually more eloquent. I'm just British. Oh yeah, checks out. Shit, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, it's just, this was this was a thing like like going slight backtrack. This is one of the reasons that I did a podcast with the lovely Beta, is that Beta has such a beautiful voice, like his the bassy beautiful American voice that that oh, man yeah. has is incredible. And then I I don't see it, but people decided that they really like my voice mainly because at the time I was the only British person in the community. I think there's one or two more, but I'm still quite, <laughs> I think I'm still the preeminent British person of our extended community. And people decided they like my voice and they like Beta's voice, and we kind of came together in that fashion. But you can say anything in a British accent. I think it sounds good. I'm just loud. Yeah. So I'm just loud. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just adds that little like that little British infliction onto it, and it makes it sound just just a li- little bit better. Yeah, yeah, because I I just sound like I'm yelling all the time. You are you're a very loud person, Chief, and we love that for you. My um my sound levels don't. No, like I I can see your sound level. I have you turned down for the for the, for the pro, pro, process of editing. Just, just yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, most just... people have to turn me down. <laughs> but even then, I can see my voice levels on my OBS, and every now and again they peak sight. I'm like, oh, is he gonna, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? But I, I oh, thought... probably I'll peak it eventually. Probably I peak yeah. everything eventually. But I, I also have your limited to be fair, so I don't think I can get. I don't think you'll go into the red unless you truly scream. Do you want to find out? Still in yellow, bitch. 
see what's funny is even when when i get even right up close to the mic if i get too loud it just cuts me off yeah you did recently get a new a new uh mic that's the word i was i kept trying to say mice for some reason i was like no you didn't get a new mic you did you recently got you recently got a new microphone how where did you get that microphone chief where did i get it yeah you went in the competition didn't you oh yeah 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 yeah. so i did streamer jeopardy um through one of the other communities that i'm a part of one of the other one of the people who's in my community and in that community she asked me if I would be her contestant in her group's uh, streamer Jeopardy. I said, yeah, sure. Why not? I do knowledge things. I know things. People might tell you that I don't, but I actually do. I do have a brain. He and, is uh, an incredibly smart it. man. Can, can testify. Uh, I won it, so I won this microphone. And I won the, uh, the HyperX Quadcast S. Is it the funky RGB one or just the red one? The RGB one. Ooh. I got them to splurge the extra ten dollars because they were both on sale. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Right, back to Infinite Void because we get. If people hadn't noticed <laughs> by now, we we get really sidetracked. We are both a very bad influence on one another because we both get sidetracked on our own, and then we bring that to each other, and then we just, then we just fuck it. We're just here. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, I checked. Was that? This recording or the the one that we lost, where I checked out for a good ten seconds and completely forgot what was what we were doing. I think it was this. this I think I think it was this recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't figured it out right now, I don't fucking know what's going on. <laughs> Bro, I, I, I don't either. I'm I'm just here. I just work here. But yeah, we will talk about infinite way like. I, I, I described it in my way. Is there anything you would like to say like in terms of describing Infinite Void and what you think Infinite Void is? Group, content creators, striving to make each other better and make a lasting impact on our communities. Beautifully put. Beautifully put. I my could have inserted more words in there. I feel like I left Not out needed. some connecting words. Not needed. Why say more word when less do good? exactly and before we go into more detail about infinite void is i don't want to mention infinite void without first mentioning and giving a beautiful shout out to the amazing rogue oh yeah rogue, rogue is a pivotal cornerstone if not of the focal epoch of this collective and i don't want to continue before we give a quick shout out to him because he's an incredible human being and if anybody does not follow him on any form of social media then 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 do it uh, there might it's be like a link somewhere. Seven three three on everything. Yeah, Google that. Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Address. I don't the know. Tweeters. That's just his address. You you, you search up America Rogue Seven Three Three. You'll find him. <laughs> he comes up with his social security. Everything. <laughs> the last three on uh, the back of his card. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do it, but a small pie who's just attempted to say his full name. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, that's. The... Yeah, no, because you just found our Facebook pages. I did, yeah. I heard, I knew your name. And I, I, like, I knew, like, like, obviously, like, we've shared, like, personal details with one another. And like, yeah. I have with, like, Rogue and, like, Hooker and Q and uh, JT as well, I think. But, like, I recently found, like, all your Facebook pages j- thanks to. Uh, Rogue's partner, the lovely perfect shot. 
and she mm. like the way facebook i don't know if you use facebook all that much but like i i barely use it i click on it maybe like twice a week when i'm taking a dump that takes slightly longer than normal and i've exhausted tiktok that makes sense yeah and like i went on it and for about a week straight i just kept see, seeing like this name like per- perfect real name i was like that she looks really familiar it's like where do i know he looks really like because they they have a joint like profile picture on facebook like it's really cute yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're a beautiful couple i really enjoy them and like i kept seeing i was like what did she look familiar why why would i add her as a friend if i don't know exactly who she is and it took me two weeks to notice that it was accept the request not add the person <laughs> 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 So I've just ignored her request for two weeks and looked like an absolute dick. Checks out. Yeah. So I finally accepted <laughs> it, and then all of a sudden, it, like, it popped up with like your name, like Shy's Shy's name, Rogue's name, uh, like a, a collected a collection of other people who like. I was like, hmm, that name begins with a Q. I know a Q. And <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I recently found you all on Facebook, and now I have a collection of images from when you were all younger that I'm I'm going to use and exploit you all with at some point. Oh yeah, well I mean I've never been, I've I've never hidden it. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm the same. If you go like back in my like my Facebook or my Instagram, like if you like, as soon as you go past like five to six years ago, I used to have really long hair, and like for like just a, like an young justin bieber fringe i looked awful bro <laughs> like I, I was i was like I mean, pr- you told me i looked like i was in a punk band you did you look you looks like uh like an early 2000s uh how oh, was the band what's the band i don't know what you're thinking i can't read your mind you should be able to read my mind uh oh it's not green it's not green day I've lost the band now. They sing centuries. Fallout Boy. Oh. <laughs> you look like you belong in an early 2000s version of Fallout Boy. <laughs> Checks out. Those, yeah, because yeah, that would have been that'd have been like 16. Yeah. 2016, yeah. This is an this is an audio only podcast, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show the image here, but I might put it up on my Twitter just just because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I think it'll be funny. If, if you're just... if you're okay with it, like I don't give a shit. Sure. <laughs> so so I might put that on Twitter at some point for people for people to enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, everyone back when I back when I wore suits, yeah, yeah, everyone suddenly appeared and I found it amazing. And then also like I found the picture of you in like a denim like yeah. half jacket. And you told now, me, isn't that the day that you was, met Shy? That was that's a leather vest. Because I was that was at a Christian biker retreat where they sent all of their kids to Arkansas to go hang out in a mountain for four days over New Year's. Why is Arkansas not pronounced Arkansas? Well, I don't fucking know. We're weird. Yeah, like cause this is something that is really this this is I I can't explain to you how much thought I've expended on the fact that I saw this on Reddit one day. It's like, why is Kansas pronounced Kansas than Arkansas? It's spelled with the same with two extra letters, but it's pronounced Arkansas instead of Arkansas. So, why? You, so, Kansas, if I'm not mistaken, 
the name is taken from the Kansas Indians. So maybe we just Check slapped out. the S on it and made it a, like deliberately different enough to, to like distinguish it. But I've... maybe Arkansas was just like, nah, fuck it. We'll just put an AR on the start of it. And yeah, call it good. We, we don't want to be affiliated with the rest of Kansas. We'll, we'll separate. It, it checks out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know a terrible amount about American history, but yeah, it checks out. So not to yeah I don't I don't know yeah not to just not to distract once more from talking about Infinite Void. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to speak about Infinite Void for twenty five minutes. Yeah, checks out. Chief, you were a member of Infinite Void before I was, correct? Uh, last time I checked, yes. Yeah, this is somewhat self fulfilling because these are things that are definitely gonna probably boost my ego, and it's not as if my head needs oh, to get any course. bigger. Yes, yes, yes. Chief, like yourself and Rogue, like you were like the almost like the admin team for Infinite Void before it became a thing. Like, and they, you were taking like a leading role, yeah. uh, in comparison yeah, yeah, yeah. to the other members because pri primarily at the time you were the more more content driven individuals, whilst people were trying mm -hmm. to sort like understand what they wanted to do. Yeah, and then obviously you met me and you introduced me to Rogue. And like I met you both, and like I both mm -hmm. started get, like paying attention to you on Twitch and like helping you, uh, like helping out wherever I could. Like when you were both on that affiliate rush, I remember yours and Rogue's affiliate race. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and like what at, at what point did you like? Because like I presume that at some point yourself and Rogue like had a conversation. Was like, no, nah, he seems like a cool dude. Should we invite him to Infinite Void? Like. Do you remember how that went and like what? That was pretty much the conversation. I mean, if you're asking when we had that discussion, though. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't. Because you're asking, you're asking the wrong one of the two. Because uh, let's be honest, I'm, I'm fifty percent there when I'm paying attention. This this is true, and I I will ask Greg this because I have every intention if Greg would it like. Probably to would have been a month or two after we all started like really like doing stuff together you know what i mean yeah because i remember the period of time because you invited me to play minecraft with you all because we had a shared love of minecraft in the hermit yeah, yeah, team. Yeah. and I, I think we played a few it would have been right about that same time all, yeah. when all of that was going on it would have been that's when we would have been having that yeah, yeah, because we, we that had, makes sense we had like an introductory phase and like an exploratory phase and then we were just all like fully focused yeah, on each other's lives and like i remember like we sh like when we started sharing community stuff like that because like i introduced a few people to like yourself and rogue and like helped you towards that affiliate push which um, I'm, yeah, very, yeah. I'm very grateful to be a part of and it's like i still am to this day like, i'm glad that i found like you people and like you are like i, I I've, I've said this quite a lot to quite a lot of people like this community wasn't the f very first i met on uh twitch like I just I'd introduced myself to a few people without raiding and stuff like that before I'd met Miss Raman and then H and Dan uh, yeah. Dan. And like they were not as welcoming and not as, as happy almost as the community that we we are very fortunate to be in. And I do find myself very, very fortunate to be in the community that we're in, not just the infinite void based community, but our extended community, because with how this community has grown like in all corners it's it's a very large community now and i'm very thankful for that and it really a, is. a very 
I think we're very lucky to say that a very, very high percentage of individuals in our community are just genuinely nice people. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, that's not something you see quite that often in the terms of content creation on the internet, be it Twitch, YouTube, or any other social media. Oh, exactly. We're very, I'm, I consider myself very lucky to have met the people that I met when I met them. Yeah, and I think we all found it, like, again, not to give credit to a thing as horrible as lockdown, we were super fortunate to have met when we did in that time when we all had the time to be involved in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm super fortunate for that, and we I think we we did all right. No, I think we did. And like, no, I mean, we're still growing. We're still going. This is true. Like, like I'm in my hiatus, but I'm trying to grow on YouTube and trying to get involved in other social medias. Like, I'll get back onto Twitch when I'm ready, and I'm gonna amp it up oh, when yeah. I can. I think I think I do want to change my setup a bit before I do that. I want to like give myself more space because is like my setup now. I like it. It's great for playing games, but in terms of, like streaming and being able to express myself, it's a, it's a little bit claustrophobic. Yeah, that makes sense. So you know, we we take it how we come and we see how it goes. And then it's yeah, a, that's that's basically my motto. And then when it comes to like Infinite Void, I'm I'm really excited to see where Infinite Void's going. I know we had a bit of a slow start to the year because people get busy, you know. Like it's it's oh yeah. As someone, I, I don't even necessarily class myself as a part-time streamer. I class myself as a small streamer because I don't mm-hmm. I don't dedicate enough time to class it as part-time. But as someone who works full-time, it is super hard to manage your time. Oh yeah. As, as a streamer, and I don't know. I hope there's a point in life where I can pursue content creation full-time and it can be a source of stability for myself and my loved ones but mm-hmm. for the moment i like i'm super excited to see how we branch out with infinite void and take on new charity projects and take on potentially in the future new people and see how things go and right it, yeah. we're this very we're very much the the bud of growth like we we're a small bud on the tree waiting to bl- blossom into a flower and bloom other trees and and have bees attached to us and pollinate and ruminate across the area and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how it grows. That was that was very nice. Thank you. I I threw some big words in there. Yes. It's not it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's not often you get to use the word ruminate. No, not really. So if I'm if I'm gonna get the chance to use the word ruminate, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, interject that shit wherever you can. Exactly. I'm a big fan of big words. I like colorful language. Like fuck. Fuck. Exactly. And <laughs> speaking of the word fuck, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna go back to the story. We spoke about this before we started recording the podcast. Chief and I have very colorful language and we use it very colorfully yeah and yeah we've both been caught short on multiple on multiple occasions of just accidentally swearing in occasions where we absolutely must we're not supposed to oh god yeah but to extend it further than what we were talking about earlier could you reckon you've got an occasion where not in like the online sphere you've been caught you've sworn at just such an inappropriate time in real life God, dude, probably. It happens a lot. I've been, I've, I've talked like this basically since I was like 15. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm the same. I, I think it's a uniquely British thing. 
to we swear just in conversation like we use curse words just in conversation not even direct as an insult or just in any yeah, variety yeah. we just literally it's like like just like ah oh, fuck and like nobody knows what's going on here and is, there's no negative connotation towards that we're just using it in in conversation I think if we're looking for an instance in real life where I've used colorful language in an instant that I shouldn't have, um, back when I was moving furniture, I was sitting down to a meeting with the owners of the company. And I just forgot where I was at. And I, I, anyone who worked there would tell you I was one of the ones I would do exactly what I needed to do, but I would tell you straight on if it was fucking stupid or not. And I told the owners just like that. I, mean, I didn't lose my job, but it was not a good idea. No, it, it definitely probably was not your brightest idea. But I mean, even a more recent one, less less swearing, just wrong place for uh, slang. I In the meeting with one of the directors in my current job, I said poggers. <laughs> oh, I love. You ever have to explain that? You ever have to explain that to like a bunch of fifty-year-olds that are completely internet illiterate? But I, I love this also effect. I've seen this popping up more and more on TikTok and Twitter. People are just generally starting to use the word "poggers" or "pog" in real life, and I find that I do it all the time. I I don't do it too often, but I do it occasionally because like I like. It's, it just comes out sometimes like well, just exactly. <laughs> and one thing i love is like you see a lot of like bigger streams like again like xqc and like your offline tv like level streamers and you speak like you see them speaking it's like you'll get them like caught off guard on like a candid video and they're using like they just say the word cat jam in real life yeah <laughs> and i've seen it <laughs> And I find that amazing, the fact that people are incorporating Twitch emojis into their speech in real life. That is right? that is fucking spectacular. It, it is possibly one of the best things I've ever seen. I, I find it so amazing and so hilarious. Well, like, so in our little group here that lives all together here, I was the one that would incorporate all of the slang terms ironically until I started using them just full hog, like full hog using them and it rubbed off on everyone else. And ever since they've just been and now everyone, Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. I think if I, if I'm to try and focus on one story where I've sworn at a completely unintentional, like not ideal time of all places was a, at a funeral yeah i could see that being oops yeah and like this is one of the first funerals i went to when i was young because like when i was a kid my parents didn't let us go to funerals because they just didn't agree with children being there because yeah. a lot of the time it's like extended friends and family like the people like you call yeah. your aunt, you, they call your auntie but they're like your parents friends so yeah. but i think i think i was about 16 like at the point like my family are very open i swear my parents and like my brother and sister they but they all swear as much as i do and like I was just at the funeral, like they'd they'd like, does anybody want to like go say a prayer and stuff, stuff like that? And people struggling to say it. So I was like, I've still got enough child innocence, and I have a sense of the macabre that allows me to yeah. detach somewhat from the deceased, which also helped like in my career decisions. 
And I was like, yeah, right, I'll, I'll, I'll do my piece. I'll say, if people are struggling to, I want to pay my respects. And just, there's a microphone up there, and it was quite a receptive microphone. And I was walking out, I stubbed, yeah. I, I stubbed my toe on the way up. And this is like, <laughs> I was on my way, I stubbed my toe. And this was immediately after the priest saying, does anybody else have some loving words for the deceased? As I stood up, the microphone heard me say, ah, you cunt. <laughs> 16 years old at a funeral where there's, there's people of the faculty of my local school. There's my parents, my, my grandparents, my extended family. And the first words they hear from me all day is not, not condolences, not a prayer, not a loving memoir. It's the words, ah, you cunt. I mean, <laughs> no, but I, that, that sums it up. Yeah. That's... But in that in that moment, all you could hear was laughter, and I I, I think it it highlights a beautiful thing, a, like a beautiful thing around death. Is that whilst yeah. whilst people focus on the memories, and whilst that's such an innately saddening thing. I think it's a beautiful thing because it also lets you remember the best parts of someone's life. And also, it lets you remember just how fucking stupid people are. And they've done these yeah. beautifully stupid moments that are just so funny because they don't realise it. Mm-hmm. And that is one of, like, with with my experience of working with the deceased and, like, speaking to families and offering my condolences the best I humanly can there is always a story that comes out. It's just when somebody was so beautifully stupid, because I think as humans, we are beautifully stupid. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely. And it's, it's just a fantastic, fantastic thing. No, it is. And I, I don't have, I don't have anything like that. <laughs> mine mine are all me putting my foot in my mouth when like i'm in a working professional situation mine's putting my foot into the side of a wall at a funeral <laughs> you got me on that one yeah it's, it's quite it's quite it's quite the story <laughs> but again like going back to this beautiful thing this beautiful stupid human thing i hope that's the story people tell about me at my funeral like when when I when I leave this world and enter the ethereal plane of whatever happens after death, I hope that when people look back and it's like, do you know what, that guy was a fucking idiot and we loved him. And the I, one he was the one that swore at the other funeral. Yeah, that's that's the guy who put the fun that's, in. That's the guy who put fun in funeral. I've I've and I've been I've been like, I'm, I'm getting ready. To, I'm going to turn twenty five. Not like that's oh my god, I'm getting so old. No, I've. I'm still plenty fucking young. I get that. I do. I'm, well, like, I'm 25 next year. Like you're, you're like, what is it? Like nine months oh, older yeah. than me. I think it is. Yeah. I think that's what it comes out to, but it's one of those. I've been thinking about it more recently. And I, I even like when I was a teenager, I was like, I don't want my funeral to be a sad occasion. I want it. It's going to be a fucking rager. It's going to be in the will. Bro, I've I've thought about this myself like plenty of times. Like I've like my this my persona and like how I've always acted. Like ever since, like I was at a very weird level of maturation. Like going through puberty and stuff. Like, I was a very socially awkward person. Yeah, yeah. But I I reached a point like especially like in college and in university where I 
I truly became myself. I'm, I really don't care about so many what so many people think about me as long as I'm having a good time and my friends are having a good time and I'm, we're not hurting anybody. I'm happy. No, I'm the I'm pretty much the same way. And like like going off, like I know I interrupted you a little bit, but I'm I'm the same. Like at my funeral, if like yeah it's sad like it's sad when people die but if people look back and they're thinking just of the fond memories and the funny shit i've done because i've done so many stupid things like breaking my ankle playing frisbee with myself when drunk like i hope they're the stories people are like yeah he, he had fun it's that's that's really all I want. That's all I want out of life. Yeah, going back to this rage idea in my will, or like not even in my will, because my will won't have been enacted by that point. With my closest relative, I will be leaving before I die a sum of money to buy every single person in that building at least a shot or two. Oh yeah, no that that's fucking obligatory. Yeah, I, like my funeral is going to be open bar. Shit. Oh, absolutely. Unless, like, unless you're like on a list, <laughs> unless you're on like a very short list of people who you thought I liked you, but I really didn't. You've turned up to the funeral out of obligation. You're gonna go to that bar and get turned away and learn, learn truly how I thought about you posthumously. Oh my god! Could you imagine getting slated after that? <laughs> that, that, that? That is the true pinnacle of passive aggression because you can't be mad at someone who's died because they can't fucking tell. <laughs> bro <laughs> and I, I that is one of my favorite things i've thought about like cause I, I don't actually for someone who works works and has worked with death so much i don't think about it that often and yeah like that is one thing i've thought about multiple times just imagine those people they've definitely just turned up to your funeral out of obligation and they turn up to the bar thinking that oh well maybe Maybe we had a better relationship than I thought. And you rock up to that bar and it's like, no, he thought you were a cunt. You cannot have free alcohol. You have, you have to pay or you have to leave. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> if, if, if that is my final effect on this world, I will have. I will be happy. No, that I. Because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I can never remember. Where, where I heard the quote from, I might even Google it tonight, but it, it's a beautiful quote if that, uh, that says that you die twice. You die once when you leave this world and you die again when the last person mentions your name. And if that is, which for one is a beautiful quote, and I will find out who says it in a second. But if the last time someone thinks about me is pissing off those people I didn't like, I'm happy. <laughs> if, if that is my legacy onto this world, I think... I, like i i've 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 finished life I, i've died happy you've won yeah you you've won life no it makes sense to me shit i will shit the quote is actually attributed to banksy the artist i would have never it's guessed okay. that like it, I mean, it, it's based it's off an odd course but i could see it yeah it's based off some egyptian mythology like mythology but like the quote in modern days attributed to a piece of Banksy artwork, I would have never guessed that. I literally Googled it on my phone while we were talking. <laughs> Fucking love Google. Google's a beautiful thing. It's a terrifying thing, but a beautiful thing. I love the search engine. Everything else should... Uh, 
I really, I really want a job at Google because I don't know if you, I don't know how much time you spend on TikTok, but I spend far too much time on TikTok for for someone who's twenty three, nearly twenty four. And the amount of times I've seen it, it's like these people getting jobs and internships at like Google and Apple, and they get like these insane swag bags just for starting. Like they get like laptops, iPads, like full merch kit outs, like all the stationery you could think of. I want a job there just for that. I'll leave after like three months just for that shit. Oh yeah, no, I, that checks out. And that is a valid enough reason for me to get a job there. <laughs> I think the the way that I'm now going to progress the podcast is I I told you about this whether you remembered it is a different question but chief this is the the latter end of the podcast is something I'm going to do for every single person who joins this is your time you get to ask me questions and direct this however you like and if if I'm putting you on the spot good even better because then you come out with a weird and stupid questions chief this this is your moment in the spotlight what is the question you this burning question you have to ask me and i'll answer it as honestly and plainly as i can do you put your pants on left foot first or right foot both at once i jump fair enough i can respect that i'm much more of a left first guy i don't jump but i think if i did that that's a real power move as a human if every mo- if yeah. every if every morning you get out of bed to put on your pants, you jump into them. <laughs> I I'm not coordinated enough for that shit. I'd just fall. I feel like you'd fall, you fall just normally doing it. Well, I I I actually do. It's because I just have <laughs> shitty coordination. But if, if I'm to think about it, I, I know because quite a, like take my normal work morning. Like when I wake up from work. I, I I take care of my morning ablutions and I sit on my bed to like put like socks on and like. My pants on. I think I do actually like have them on the floor and put both legs in at once and pull them up. Yeah, no, I I do all of that standing because I have got ten minutes to get out the door and be in the office. Oh, bro, like I I'm very fortunate. I live like a five minute walk from where I work, so I'm very fortunate. Where I wake up at like five in the morning, I'm at work by like five fifteen. Like that, like, that includes supposed to be like a ten minute drive for me, but it turns into like a fifteen minute drive my that that 15 minute period for me includes like like a morning dump brushing my teeth washing my face like just getting my hair above my head above my forehead so it stays out of the way when i'm hot and sweaty and getting clothes and getting to work i can do that all in the space of 15 minutes so like on tuesdays when i have to go to the office child wake me up and then i lay in bed for 10 minutes and think about do i really need do I really need to function today? And when I finally realized, like, yeah, I need to get up, it's a mad dash around the apartment to find everything because I don't leave anything where I should leave it because that would make fucking sense. So it's running around trying to find my dress clothes, getting myself put together, and then just running like a madman out the door, down to the van, start the bitch up, and then fucking get stuck with everyone else who does the same thing that I do first thing in the morning to drive to the fucking capital buildings to start their day see when i when i like in the t- all the time i've known you i think i don't think i've ever seen you in a formal app like we've shared video calls multitudes of times i've seen your streams countless amount of times and i don't think i've ever seen you in formal dress apart from, apart from you looking like you're leading a call in 2016 but, uh, yeah no it's because as soon as i get home from work i change but in my head with this 
image and conception I have of you, I can't picture you in formal clothes. I picture you going to work in a string vest, some board shorts, some flip flops in your van truck. And I was like, saw dude, like, you're going to do this day, bro. If I could do it, I would. But it, I they actually just sent out a memo reaffirming the dress code like last week. Yeah, and it uh, turns out like I've not been following dress code the entire time I've worked there. I haven't been wearing uh, dress shoes. Oh, dude, are they really that like, for I just wear, I wear, I just wear tennies, like sneakers, all day. Like it's like if I have to go somewhere, I just quick slide on my sneakers and I'm out the fucking door. Uh, they require technically they require dress shoes. Oh, dude, that sucks. So, See, I, I'm I'm fortunate in one sense because my work has a uniform, so I wake up like put my chef's whites on and then. For my yeah. and then I can just put on my my pants don't matter necessarily as long as they're black and like not like jogging pant, uh, like pants right yeah and not shorts they have to be long like long pants and then shoes are fine again as long as they're black and comfy so I like I wear Vans to work because they've got right. they've got good grip for a kitchen yeah and like I'm I'm golden like I'm just clothes on out the door I have like three sets of three sets of whites I do like four and a half shifts in a week and i just like alternate across them and wash them no so like the, like i was reading it and it's things are really itemized out for the male workers like what you can wear and then the female dress code is you can wear leggings but you have to wear a blouse that you have to wear a longer blouse why can't you wear leggings in a blouse uh, you know part of me is super tempted one day to just go buy leggings and a blouse and some flats that would fit my feet and go just, just what are they gonna tell me just put on shy's leggings and a blouse i know i know you're like a foot and a half they taller than <laughs> like bro you have to, okay okay there's a picture of me and shy so you can get the full like height difference it, it hangs up over there i will take a picture of it and send it to you fucking later okay I, shy I, is I, literally chest height to me See, I'm the same with my girlfriend and like my beautiful girlfriend Elisa. Like, I'm I'm like six foot three, roughly. I think like I'm like halfway between six foot two and six foot three. Like, I'm I'm a good. Right. Like, I'm quite tall in the general terms. Right. My, my girlfriend's five foot two. <laughs> I'm a full foot taller than her. And like in photos, I I'm really one thing I'm really bad. Like, she's always she loves taking photos, and she's like, we need to get really nice photos. Like, like Declan, you you you're slouchy, and I was like. What do you mean I'm not slouching? And then I look no, at everyone. I'm slouching. I like I'm hunched over my shoulder just so I can fit in the fucking picture. Yep. And such. No, so I'm six foot to six one, and Shy is four eleven. Somehow I don't picture myself being taller than you. I don't know why. I just don't. Yeah. No. I'm really. I'm like in between six and six one. It depends on how much I'm slouching that day. Like if I if I stand up fully and get measured, I think I'm like six two and a half. I think, which is like I'm like I'm yeah. t- I, like in German terms, I'm tall. I am quite tall. Yeah. But like, out of all like my friend group, like who I people I spend time like throughout university, I was always the second tallest. Cause like, I was the tall one, and then we have a friend called Macaulay Mac, and he's like six foot seven. Like he's the tall one. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm just a good, you're a good height. Average, say six foot, call you're, it good. You're a sexy height. <laughs> but I, I can't, I can't wait for the day that I like, I finally get over to America. Like me, 
uh, media and rogue meet up in some circumstance and we take a photo with her because i know for a fact like rogue's a beautiful man but he's not as tall as us he I, he's only like an inch or two shorter than me but if you put him between put him between me and you in a photo <laughs> The problem is I look like a fucking tree trunk. I do. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like a fucking rectangle. <laughs> I'm an overweight rectangle. The, the same. It checks out. But I'm, I'm doing. My, I'm actually quite proud of myself lately. Like I I measure myself like in January. I've lost like a, a stone and a half since January. I'm quite proud of myself for that. Yeah, dude. Like, cause I put I I put on obscene amount. Like, I got to my heaviest weight during lockdown. Like, I put on so much weight. I was eating right. terribly. My mental health was awful, and I just mm-hmm. wasn't doing any exercise. Cause like we were like England was super strict on the first like the first lockdown. Oh, yeah. Like, if you were caught walking the streets at an inappropriate time and shit, like it was full martial law. You're getting like fined. Yeah. Which to like I I get absolutely like, to keep the keep the country safe. I completely understand, but bro, like. I did nothing but stream, play games, and do university lectures whilst just eating McDonald's every fucking morning. I was I put on so much weight. I put on like six stone, I think something like that. It was ridiculous. But since September of last year when I first like got when I graduated university and got into full work, I've yeah. lost I've lost four and a half stone. Nice. Yeah, I'm like super proud of it. Like, I have a pic. I'll, like, I'll, I'll I'll send it to you at some point. I have a picture of like me as like a side profile from then to now, and mm-hmm. the difference. Like, I've, I can see my jaw again. It's not just a chin. <laughs> like, I, I I can look. Yeah, I can look down and see the little man. I can see a little, little prof. <laughs> and that's that's what matters. <laughs> Checks out. I don't know why. That's an important thing. In a conversation, I've opted to call it "little prof" instead of my actual like. I've never, I've <laughs> never hidden my name at any point of being on Twitch and in, in content creation. I've never hidden my name. My name is Declan, or a lot of people call me Deck. I've never hidden that name for some reason. I'm like little prof. <laughs> he's he's the professor at what he does. He's just little. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he's he's big. Actually, no, he's big. I promise, he's big. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you're just you're just digging yourself a hole no, man i'll be honest it's moderately average and i'm okay with that just put the shovel down i'm an archaeologist i'm great at digging holes just drop my phone <laughs> i've created a bad situation for me why did i think this was a good thing <laughs> <laughs> you did Fuck. that's the problem yeah that is this is what happens every time we talk <laughs> brain Fuck. out window yeah th- foot into mouth we, this is another one of the reasons people create these correlations this is what we do a lot <laughs> there has been many late night conversations on discord like myself you like space cato or like rogue or like other people in our communities oh yeah like i remember when uh I woke up at like five in the morning and Amy Space Cat woke up at like two in the afternoon, which is essentially five Apex. to play Apex. And we were so bad. We were, all, we were, it all, was so bad. Things, I was perfectly on time. You were an hour late and Amy was yep. three hours late. And I'm like, I've woke up at five yeah. in the fucking morning on my one day off of work for this. I'm so happy about this, but fuck. Yeah, no, that checks out. I'm late to everything. I'm, no, I'm aggressively on time. 
like it's, it's one thing that i can never be followed my timekeeping is spectacular oh my timekeeping is shit it's probably because i was a sleeper hungover e- even hungover i will wake up and pull myself back to life if i know there's something over like if there's something i know like i can miss like if there's a lecture in university i was like i know i can miss that i can just sleep through it but like you say i've got like a meeting or something i will be awake and i will be i may not be alive but i'm there you might not be retaining that information, but god damn it, they can't mark you absent. Hey, fucking exactly. I am there, bro. No, that's just, it's one of those, I think the reason why I have such a hard time with time management, though, is legitimately because I operate, I'm up so late at night, but it's because I've been up so late at night literally almost half of my life at this point. That that is fair, but like, I made like the switch to move back onto like a day schedule like six seven months ago, like off. Yeah. I, like, even like I'd finished work and we were in lockdowns. I kept my night pattern. Yep. But I'm I'm finally gonna like I wake up at like five in the morning. I go to like I I usually go to bed at like midnight, and get like five right. hours sleep. Like five hours sleep's not a lot for everyone, but it's plenty for me. Like I survive fine on that. Yeah. And, I mean, in everyone's sleep patterns, they they get what they need, and that works for me, you know. Dude, more often than not, on the weekends, I I I think last week on Sunday I slept for twenty four hours. I remember you saying, like, you, you slept for twenty four hours and you felt amazing and terrible at the same time. Oh yeah, no, because like I when I sleep too much i get headaches oh dude i'm the same if i sleep for more than six hours i'll I'll wake up with a headache so it's one of those like i'll know that like i needed that sleep but god damn it if i even think about going prone it feels like there's someone with a hammer in my head just fucking going to town lovely nah fuck it sucks but i think I think it's with that talk of sleep that I think this is a very neutral and natural point to wrap up this podcast because we've been going for an hour and a half and it's the first podcast. I don't want to, I don't want to do another six-hour one. No, I, I get you there. But I like Chief. Have you had a good time? Oh, of course. Uh, I think we've we've spoken about a very eclectic mix of things, and we've actually only actually answered one of the things I wanted to speak about in the script, in the things I was I listed. This and, this checks out. Yeah, this checks out perfectly, Chief. I want to thank you so much for being the very first person on this podcast, and I, I will have you back on podcast. Whether you want to or not, I will have you back on these podcasts. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to speak to me. And I've had a lot of time. This has been very natural, like many of our conversations. We've spoken about shit. We've, oh, drunk, yeah. we've drunk an alcohol and we've probably made bad decisions. No, that that is the day-to-day for me. So this, this, is, this was perfect. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Chief. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Professor Man Monkey. Some people call me Declan. Thank you so much for listening to the very first inaugural episode of the Vocal Void Podcast. Feel free to check out any of my social medias, Chief Social Media, Chief. Give yourself a quick shout out. Uh, it's 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 Chief One Five Nine Seven on like everything. They get that day. And my name and I'm Professor Man Monkey on just about un, Professor Man Monkey underscore on just about everything. And I can't forget that. It's been a long time yeah. since I've had to do that. Ladies, gentlemen, all you beautiful people, thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to present you with the next episode. Thanks so much. Peace.